Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not much else in role-playing games. Today, we give you Snowball, Birdman, the Fist of Justice, and Laura, who can never decide on a nickname in their role-playing adventures. For this week in Geeks, these warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hi, Hi. I'm Big Mike from These Warriors Are Terrible and also the 404s. And tonight, in honor of our warriors, defeating the Destroyer, which ended up being Mega Man, hero of Monsteropolis. Who we I shot s- in the face. You shot in the face. <laughs> I shot him in the face. I'm happy about that. Um, what do you guys think? As our, I guess the, as a post-game wrap-up, um, I thought it was fun. I mean, the thing is, like, I... I have to say this as sort of like behind the scenes of the show. I've been wanting to be able to do like a role playing game show for a long time. Uh, it wasn't until the background of it is that once I saw you guys do it live at yeah. uh, Con Bravo, that it was it was the, it, it was the most fun I'd ever seen a session uh, be done, and you, the audience was was so into it. I always thought that that kind of thing wouldn't work because it's a very it's a long session to have to go through, mm-hmm. but it's also like uh, it's not very participatory. Exactly. So I, I had always I was always worried that that could never fly. But seeing that kind of reaction at, at Con Bravo, I was very happy about that, and that's what sort of prompted me. It's like we need to create one of our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was seriously a lot of fun. I mean, the most fun I've had role playing was literally with you, Mike, because <laughs> it was just ridiculous yeah. amount of fun. I mean, and playing with these guys. I mean, I hope I didn't overbear. I mean, like I said, my plan is to do, basically pull a spoonie and do nothing but tactics. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. I had to drop a building on Mega Somewhere Man in us. Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> spoonie says, perk up, my name is being said in tandem to RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of how I approached it. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. And the idea seemed a little strange at first, because everybody makes their own custom games. I mean, everyone who does a role-playing podcast starts with Dungeons & Dragons yeah. or well, Gerbs or Vampire. Really, like, we see a lot of podcasts that talk about it, but I, don't, I haven't really seen a lot of podcasts that actually would play the, like play an actual session. Now, it's, it's very rare. I know the Dungeons & Dragons, the official podcast, does it with uh, PvP and Penny Arcade. Yeah. But that's the only, as far as I've been able to see, that's the only one. And maybe I'm just not... I, I just yeah. haven't listened to all of them, but... I mean, well, I, I, this is what this, to me. This is the more fun instead of just talking. I was about gonna games. say I've listened it. to every podcast ever, and this yeah, is definitely the podcast. best one. It, oh, well, oh, great! This is good. Well, well, I guess that brings us to you two as your first role playing game. What'd you like? What you didn't like? What I was fun it. for you? <laughs> <laughs> the price of role playing. Committed to that voice. <laughs> That's why I didn't. I fucking hate you. Accent this time, like. I, I got feedback from you guys that I was too quiet. I think part of it was trying to do the British accent and projecting while doing that isn't uh, isn't great. So, it's hard. Uh, yeah. I definitely was like, uh, let's just say Alice decided she wanted to fit in with everybody and not have a British accent. I wish I sounded like Jennifer Hale. That would have made this so much cooler. If you sound like a girl at all, it would have been... <laughs> yeah. Let's get this, cocksucker! <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Not all girls sound like yeah, Mickey Mouse. Right, right. Well, um, <laughs> for Mike and Laura, this is one thing that happens to a lot of role players first time around when you guys are trying to make characters that are different from yourselves. You'll feel the need to differentiate your voice. 
like significantly, yeah. and it'll play hell with you. And what eventually happens is you start to once you kind of get into the character, you just talk like them. But it comes with time. And you yeah. guys did. I think you guys did really great, honestly, for your first time. Because I've had first time role players who've been like, "Okay, here's all the cool stuff I'm gonna do. I'm this character, but I suddenly have this weapon from over here, even though I shouldn't have it." Kind of thing. But no, you guys really got in the moment. You really paid attention to what you should and shouldn't have, and I was really impressed. I got it. And we weren't overpowered. No. Because no. Snake is fucking ridiculous with the amount of guns he can carry. I know. I was like, Stinger missiles! No, but I got... Uh, if you... Pro- if probably more so in the first episode than uh, the later ones, but uh, at first I wasn't quite sure. I mean, it was the first time I've ever done this. Yeah. I've never, I've never role-played before this. Me either. Outside of, like... You're the kid on the playground. It's like yeah. today we're playing X Men. Yeah. I'm Wolverine. <laughs> That's how all kids sound, by the way. Can I? Can I sorry, Bob. this made me think of you. What? Uh, real quick. At work today, we have blind packaged Tokidoki Marvel figures, and a little kid got Magneto. And did he go, It's Magneto! No, he went, I don't even know who this is! This guy's stupid! I don't oh. want this one! And he threw it on the ground and stormed out. Did you Did you get it? I can No, have his it. mother took oh. it. That bitch. No. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was like, Mike would have been so mad. I would have. Don't you know the Master of Magnetism? Master of Magnet! <laughs> Die, X Chicken! <laughs> 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 if we do the Marvel RPG, I wonder who I want to play as. Uh, uh, but uh, Deadpool no, like, has to like, show up. I think, yeah. I think the thing that was really awesome about about this was that we the way that we went with it with this video game Expendables thing was right off the bat. I didn't have to create a character. Mm-hmm. It was it was easy to jump in because I yeah. knew the character already. It wasn't like well, would my character Sir Gary Reginald the Bold or Hector the Well Endowed? But see, and my thing is, I think I would have uh, at the end preferred being a character from my own creation. Maybe you just picked a shitty character. Maybe you can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the next episode of Mike and Laura. <laughs> no, like I, I much. I think it, it's always been hard for me to put myself in the mindset of like. A character that isn't, isn't you me. and was British. <laughs> no, but like you know what I mean. Like I like being able to make my own character from the ground up. Right. So then, then for you, that's the next. Well, no, I mean, yeah. Well, normal D and D is like is very much like that. You are like you're creating your own character. You basically yeah. decide what kind of race you want to be. I want to be Hector backstory. the Well Endowed. You could be that too. With his awesome constitution and Wang. <laughs> Constitution in Wang? Yes, that's right. Constitution yes, 20. Wang. <laughs> is that well and done? You need I'm going to ban everything in this room. I was going to say, my performance is going to be like an 85. <laughs> <laughs> that or what, as uh, Jay would say, I'm going to fuck everything that moves. <laughs> but no, um, for me, the big thing was with D20 Live, and I was trying to get with here, and I hope I got it, was the one thing that I've noticed with some podcasts that I have seen or people when I've watched sessions People have tried to play their RPG seriously when they know people are watching. And one thing I was hoping for with D20 Live, which thankfully happened, was everyone just kind of realized, you know what, we're just dicking around because this is for fun. And to have that, because you will, the best comedy in an RPG are those moments of insane player interaction where they say to each other, wait, no, 
I can steal the golden doors and just take it back to the town. It's two miles away. Then I better start walking. <laughs> that kind of thing. And I feel I got that here because you guys quick because you guys all know each other, so you quickly fell into your rapport. Yeah. Very yeah. easily as to like what I, jokes flew and stuff. I like the Master Chief and Snake did not. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking raccoon, you armored cocksucker. <laughs> Well, that was fun. I, that, that's, that, it, it was nice, playful, witty. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I, I don't know. Because that, that's one the, the thing I, I wanted for the show is that I wanted it to be very entertainment focused. It's like because yeah. the thing is, like when you guys are listening to it, I mean, unless you're here in the room playing it, it's yeah. it's not as fun watching it. But if it's entertaining to listen to, that that to me is uh, is is great. I mean, if if you guys that are listening, if you enjoyed it. Please let us know and let us know what sort of systems you want us to try or which worlds you want us to go into. Because I mean, obviously, uh, creating this kind of a scenario. Where Our first that, run was yeah. Captain N Expendables. We really don't have limits at this point. Exactly. So, like, we're totally open for anything. Um, and any any we're, shitty impressions I should do. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm too. calling it now. The only face. thing, the only universe I couldn't see you logistically making a session work is My Little Pony. And I know you guys have Equestria Daily, but short of, like, making a really horrible thing happen to Equestria, I have no idea how to do My Little Pony, and I wouldn't want to do something horrible to it. Yeah, because it's a world that its own thing. I mean, certain games lend themselves to role-playing, and I yeah. know there are so My Little second. Pony role-play groups. Wait a second. Care Bears would be much easier to do than My <laughs> <No>. Little Pony? <laughs> well, find them. They could be Little Pony and Care Bears kind of. <laughs> Maybe all, all, the po- all the Care Bears would be on horseback. <laughs> Onwards <laughs> for happiness! <laughs> Tenderheart and Rainbow wow, Dash get together. Bear, whatever. The, no, the fucking lion, whatever his name Lionheart. is. Braveheart. Lionheart. Oh, Braveheart, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> if I played Secret Bear, I'd be very quiet. Yeah, he's like, whispers everything. Steve, you'd be grumpy. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Uh, no, uh, one of the things I really liked about it was, especially considering this, the theme that we picked, was to see what worlds we were going to end up at. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was so many places where you were like, there's a house. And I'm like, it's a sack screen. <laughs> this is what it is. This is what it is now. It needs to be this. And then, or, or, or like you're like you see the the ruins of a mansion. Resident Evil. Like, <laughs> we're we're okay. totally our audience because we'd be listening and we would be shouting that stuff out too. Yeah. See, I was hoping we'd end up in like Raccoon City or something. Yeah, That's where fun. I thought we were going when it said you went to a ruined city. Oh fuck! <laughs> that was my zombie thought. When when you were t- in Hyrule, I thought we were in World of Warcraft for some reason. Yeah, or well, Skyrim. Yeah. Or Skyrim. That's... Well, no, because he said it was like colorful, and I'm yeah. like, World of Warcraft is colorful, so. I, I never thought Skyrim with that description. Skyrim's colorful. Yeah, you just got to be in the right part of the world. When you world. said, when we went to Mars World, and you were like, it's a wasteland. I'm like, is this fucking ball Yeah, <laughs> same here. It's like, man, that would well, be fucking cool. The big scene for me for that was, if you remember Smash Brothers, how they did yeah, the Mario yeah, World, it was just like desert, desert blown and yeah. just dar- dry dirt. I'm like, that is so... When, we were, when I was coming up with a scenario for that, I'm like, that is so perfect that Mario's World gets hit the worst, and it's just blown out. Just looks like a. It looks like Mad Max and Mario. I thought yeah. Mario was going to be the bad guy with, with your original description. A, sh- like, a diminutive yeah, figure yeah, operating yeah. electronics. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. What? what is Mario doing? <laughs> Maybe it's Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> so some. I want, I'm kind of curious. When did I know a bunch of you figured out it was Mega Man? About the, I know you all figured out it was Mega Man when you got to this to the last world. Obviously, yeah. mm. when did you? 
by then, did any of you figure it out early on that it was Mega Man? I did, but only because I was half awake in the car when you were talking to my oh, wife. I was shit. like, maybe he'll change. I want Big Mac. So I was, <laughs> I was half, half asleep and half not. Well, thank you for not metagaming that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did want to be a dick, and I figured, you know what, he might change it. Who knows? I kind of thought it, like, it, it might have been by the t- by our sec- end of the second hour, I guess, of yeah. our first show. I kind of thought it might, like, I kind of narrowed it down that it could have been uh, either Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Uh, or it would have been Mega Man. That yeah, would have been cool if I Ratchet. Dr. Wily? Yeah, I, I like Ratchet. Dr. Wily like four times. And it but it wasn't Dr. Wily. Wasn't. Wily. No, it was, so. Well, it was kind of Dr. Wily. It was the yeah. Wily virus. Yeah. Mega Man fucking wasted him. <laughs> well, the, for the ba- for the behind the scenes explanation, Wily finally caught Mega Man in his fortress, put the virus in, released the shackles, and Mega Man kind of went ballistic. So Wily was the first one to buy it. Nice. Oh. Blew up in his face, much yeah. like you know every Umbrella Corporation experiment. Yeah. Uh, but they keep trying. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what perseverance in the face. That's a lesson for the winners. Never win. The Dems. first hundred tries didn't work, but the next hundred will. Exactly. Well, listen to that with the off. the guy in the sni- with the sniper rifle in Resident Evil. He misses even at close range, but damn it, he still tries. <laughs> Um, are there any scenarios you guys would want to do? Actually, just out of curiosity. I, I think a Resident Evil one could be a lot of fun. Okay. Because it's basic zombies with monsters. Yeah. I think uh, definitely, like, I mean, a, a true sort of D&D session. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just to kind of, just so we can kind of, like, uh, yeah. obviously show Mike and Laura what it really is like. The problem <laughs> with D&D, I find, because when Laura was mentioning she wants to create an original character... Unless you're steeped in the lore of D&D, you're just throwing down random shit. And I I always felt that took away from the experience, because unless you're super invested in the world, Mm -hmm. um, it depends. You have to have a really good DM, or you have to be that guy who knows everything. Well, the thing was, what I did with D20 Live was I made sure you guys were in a foreign land. Mm -hmm. That way it didn't matter what your references were. You could basically just do the Strangers in a Strange Land thing. But what a good DM will... What a smart DM will do in Dungeons & Dragons... Is because the the big Dungeons and Dragons established setting is Forgotten Realms, and I would never take rookie players into Forgotten Realms ever, because Forgotten Realms is this huge lore that's it's been around as long as Dungeons and Dragons has been around, yeah. and it's had history since then. Hmm. Uh, to take rookie players in there is basically to say you want to turn it's a good it's way. It's kind to of turn. a douchebag move. It yeah. is like if they've read the books or if they know a bit about Drizzt or Elementor or Neverwinter like if you play Neverwinter Nights you can do Forgotten Realms because Neverwinter Never yeah because yeah, Neverwinter is in the Forgotten Realms but if you the best way to do Dungeons and Dragons to start out with is just kind of lay down what the world is or make it your strangers in a strange land like one of my DMs my friend Lorenzo who got me back in the dun- Dungeons and Dragons after years of being out is he just Made the world up as he went along, mm-hmm. and it never felt foreign. It just no. felt like you grew with the land. Yeah. And I gotta say, fourth edition is fucking fun. Mm. I mean, it plays a lot like World of Warcraft. Yeah. And I like that. Honestly, three and three point five turned me off because it was fucking math. It well, was the math. Point- it was a lot of like it was too many rules for uh, for three point five uh, by the by, by the point at least that I got into it yeah because um, that's what I started off with three point five and I was and I was confused the entire time I was playing it yeah uh, but what I, I played a little bit of four I mean and technically D twenty is sort of a little bit like four it is um, well it's it's actually it's based off of three point five and three, it's like and, a derivative more yeah. it, it very much is it's very it's then boiled down to their most basic concepts yeah 
And yeah. I think if we if we did uh, eventually do a DD, I would love to be able to do a DD fourth edition. I mean, one thing I'd love to do with these guys, I I really dig cyberpunk, like stuff like William Gibson, The Matrix, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Um, Akira stuff, and there's a world that I really like like called Shadowrun. Okay. I've always wanted to get into Shadowrun, and but I've never had a DM who was good enough for it. I. Spoonie's good, um, which I hopefully we'll have him on this show. I'm actually going to talk to him and say, hey, dude, we want you to come join us when we do these sessions over Skype because during the winter up here in Canada, roads tend to suck. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to die for the sake of a D20, though I would sacrifice my life for that, just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I want to show specifically Mike and Laura and Steve just all the cool fucking role-playing games there are out there. Like, there's ones... Based on like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Shadowrun, Call of Cthulhu, Supernatural, uh, Serenity's got one, Battlestar Galactica's yeah. got one. Oh, there is could, yeah, just so much cool shit out there, and it's not all licensed properties. There's even original ones. There was one I heard about years ago called Conspiracy X. Oh yeah, I've heard. Of that. Um, there are one. There's one I really want to try based on zombies called All Flesh Must Be Eaten. That'd be a good way to do Resident Evil, I think. Yeah, and there, there's just so much flexibility in the role-playing world that, like, literally, your imagination's the limit if you have a right group with you, and role-playing with you guys is fucking fun, because we don't have to get serious with it. I mean, Call of Cthulhu, for example, (laughs) you have to have the right group with that. Or at least you have to be ready for it. Yeah. What'll happen, like, with with some RPGs, the DM will not lay out how serious it is, because... Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, The thing, I think, with Dungeons & Dragons, despite it being the most popular kid on the block... Hardcore Dungeons and Dragons should not be someone's first run. No. no. I think 3.5, like, there's a place in my heart for 3.5. There always will be. Like, I kind of prefer it to 4th edition because when I think Dungeons and Dragons, I think the more hardcore role playing to do things like to keep all that math in check. But that's when you're ready for that kind of a hardcore yeah. session. And, and not you, everybody that was, is. That was no, one thing I no. think I, that turned me off about uh, yeah. D&D for a while because that was my first time yeah. playing 3.5. With a DM that, although the people that I played with were great, I mean, yeah. they, were, they, were, they were really good friends, but yeah. the rule DM, Nazi. not necessarily rule Nazi, but he was very control, methodical, control, and he also, like, he was, like, he was sneaky with every single thing he did. Well, that's good if you're ready for it. Yeah, that's like, but, but you don't want to pull that on your players. I was never so. ready for it, and I was always afraid that I would screw up. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the best thing that came out of that session was uh, I had an, uh, an awesome... Uh, dire polar bear as my companion, <laughs> and I, uh, the, one of my friends came up with the name of calling it Peabody. Yeah. And it was an acronym: the uh, the <laughs> polar bear of doom. Yo, <laughs> and it was I don't know. I just loved. I just loved it. I actually, I think I still have that character sheet for the because uh, he actually he helped me roll the stats for that entire bear, and I was like. That's awesome. You know what? I just thought of a really cool session. I'd like to do it. Definitely be a one shotter. Yeah. What? Fucking Ghostbusters. Yes. That would be a lot of fun. Actually, one that I was thinking of, because it's right behind your head on the shelf behind you. Alien. Uh, alien. Yeah, yeah Colonial alien. Marines. If you, want to know, if you want to go one step further, we could go Alien versus Predator on the oh. show, too. That you could be awesome. You know what I know you and I would love it. I, know it. I actually have a scenario Trek for that. Yeah, like Star Trek. I, I used to play... Because this just isn't the type of role-playing people might know about. There actually is something called play-by-email. This was very big in the late 90s. Oh, yes. I used, yeah, to do, yeah. I used to do it through BBS systems. Yep. And I did Mega Man. I did use Ironically that. fitting, I went back to kill him. <laughs> I guess you're settling an old score. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it was Mega Man X, so I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I love different worlds. And I don't often, because like I'm I, I'm 31. Yeah. And I find... You are shit. 
They're going to kill you with Logan Run. I know. <laughs> I was dead like you're five years ago, wasn't I? Like, you're now red. Damn it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Red, the damn thing's gone out by this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just so many worlds I don't get a chance to play in because where I live, I don't have these type of friends. And I'm not knocking people like, say, Sean or Jamie. Yeah. They're just not role players. And I understand that. Mm. Um, it is hard to be able to find friends that are around you that are, like are good to be able to hang out with and be able to play games like this. Because with. you have to be comfortable yes. yeah. around. Like, honestly, I was really afraid, Laura, you wouldn't do this. Why? I thought you might be shy doing this. And there's just something about you. Is there I, anything I really about me that's shy? You can't listen to yourself. That's what I was... <laughs> oh, my God, that isn't a big um, deal. But, uh, <laughs> but I must have to listen to myself on a microphone. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, hey, just talking to the mic so you can check your levels. And you're like, I want to do it. We're lucky Steve had mic levels, or I would have been guessing at this. Um, one um, one session I came up with that I want to do is um, Gangs of um, Circa Gangs of New York era New York, Ooh. Assassin's Creed. Oh, that would be cool. And the New York riots are caused by a piece of Eden. Yeah, I would love to do that setting because I was watching Copper, the show that just came out. And I'm like, and I was looking. I haven't seen that yet. Is it's it actually really, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's not it's. It hasn't found its footing with its script, uh-huh. but it's it's not like cliched or anything. It's like you can see something really good coming out of it. Mm, okay. You know what? I think it'd be kind of cool to, cool to do something like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, Ooh. yes. That would be really neat. Yes. Like, um, are, we're talking like the comic book version, or I'm going to say that we're not talking about the movie version. No, God, no. Okay, thank you. I want to do... No, I wanted to be Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. what, what was his character? Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More or less. Well, that's kind of what Alan Quartermain was. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Sean Connery. But wait, wasn't the later versions of the comic book that James Bond actually came into it? Yeah, was there it? was a very yeah. uh, stupid British spy named Jimmy. Yeah, uh, tracking them down, and somehow Alan Quartermain becomes like, immortal. Yeah, it's really weird. If you read the articles on Wikipedia, I'm like, I'm not sure I want to read this anymore. I've I read a little bit of it. It's it's. You know who I'm going to play? It's Crazy Alan Moore. Ronald Reagan. I've, I've heard yeah. like one of the more recent ones. There's one that's supposed to take place like in current day. Like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, nah, an Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen, and they basically the ending was the bad guy's Harry Potter. Oh, what? Like they don't come out and say it's Harry Potter, but it's Harry Potter. Oh, That's uh, kind of funny. What else would I want to do? I would love to actually do some kind of deep space survival one, mm. like Macross or Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Macross would be so. But the problem cool. is, it's hard to do that in one shot. If you do it over like a long session. You can have, like, having to go for survival runs and getting equipment. Macross would just be fun, because I would put you on the Macross Quarter. If you've never seen the Macross Quarter, it's friggin' awesome. Because it's a short, it's a smaller Macross, but I it just can... want to kill Zentradi, man. Oh, no. It's like, it can actually, it has a Gearwalk mode. It's a, Ooh. it's a Macross that actually has a Gearwalk mode. I could pivot in, the, uh, in steep space. I, I, want, I, I bet nobody here knows that besides me and you. I was going to say, yeah, I probably. have no idea. Or Gundam would be fun. Well, but I mean, that's one that... Isn't, isn't it Gundam an anime? Is, so yeah. many different like, that's, versions of But that's Gundam. kind of yeah. the fun of Gundam. But that, it can well, be also, that's kind of the fun of the show, is that we actually get to be able to play... Do anime sort of, stuff, too. We get to play these worlds that we've never had a chance to, other than... like Sailor everyone thinks Everyone thinks RPG. You know what's funny? We have a... There's this RPG system called BSM. Big eyes, small mouth, love it. That was my first RPG proper. Oh, I made I, a Transformers did, game out of that. We did Guilty Gear in BESM. 
So we I had swear vampires. I doing some sort of BDSM role play. No. Yeah. I'm like, okay, buddy. Uh, we had that was vampires my first role play. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly. Mike, what kind more. of DM did you bring along? <laughs> Spoonie liked him. <laughs> I can see you why. <laughs> but no, Sorry, I Noah. played. It was kind of funny because in Guilty Gear, everything's in there like zombies and death metal things, death metal time wedges and all that shit. I played a cop, basically a clone of Kane from Legacy of Kane. Cool. Who's been my generic vampire forever. And there's a, it was kind of funny. The main heroes actually got into a fight with the local Power Rangers <laughs> and got their asses kicked. I was in the, I was in that fight and I'm just like, listen, I'm just a civilian. You mind if I leave? And I murdered like five people that day. Just <laughs> drinking blood. And no one bothered me. Wow. And I'm just like, la, 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 I'm an evil monster. And no one's caught me as the heroes fight each other. <laughs> that's good. I kind of like Laura's idea of doing Sailor Moon, because that's another really flexible universe. Yes, well, and there, there is a big cast of characters. And, you, and if you want to create, because I had the... BDSM version of the Sailor Moon role playing book. Oh, you have. There's it? other. I used I to. I had it. I had a Sailor Moon role playing book. Um, I Because I, I, I literally girlfriend. was grabbing everything I could of Sailor Moon. And you I sold it, like, didn't you? Oh, I got rid of it a long time ago. Crushing your head. Because <laughs> that's such a good. It had such good just flavor text. Yeah. The yeah, fact that they it, talked it about really, it was really in depth, and like I loved it. Wouldn't and, it be funny if someone from Guardians of Order actually heard us and said, "Here, I got some of the old books." I would love to get. They're not around anymore, are they? No, they're not. They did, went defunct a few years ago when um, someone bought BSM and made it D twenty. Like well, a if pack someone of out there has a Sailor Moon role playing book, feedback at thisweekingeek.net and name your price. Yeah, because I would love to check that out because it, it was such was a simple awesome. system, and it was so like it was so in depth about the characters and everything, and like how powerful they were and what their weaknesses were, and just like it was a really good book. Yeah, I mean, it was just a good read. I mean, and one thing I found out there were other people. I, I think the term was common. People like tuxedo masks. There's other versions. Yeah. Oh. So guys can be like you pick something and something else. Like yeah. I had, I think, I can't remember, I think my guy was called the Star Shard, or something mm. like that, and I could harness the power of the stars, and I had, like, blades that were made out of, like, fragments of a dying star. That's nifty. Which I thought, that was really cool. Mm. And, unfortunately... That's a pretty I, badass-sounding character. Yeah. Like, yeah. For people who don't know that Sailor Moon can be fucking awesome... Yeah, it's ridiculously like, cool. Like, Sailor Moon, that's so gay! No, here, check out this fucking badass dude. I have, such a, I, I, I have such a hate on for Sailor Moon, mainly because I was made fun of a lot as a kid... So because was of, I, and I stopped watching it, and then I went in high school, why the fuck, fuck do I care about oh, no, this had... little thing? And so I went back and checked it out, and like looked at real Sailor Moon and not the US dub, and Sailor Moon is fucking bad. Well, here's the thing, it, I, it had nothing to do with me watching the show and people making fun of me for it. Obviously, with the, the misnomer of the last name of Sailor... Yeah, that that very that had a major negative impact. I didn't want to have anything to do with Sailor Moon. Uh-huh. And it's weird because anime role plays are different from other games. Oh yeah, which yeah. is something that a lot of people don't think. I think I like what about, about anime role plays. I played in Dragon Ball Z ones. Oh, they feel very cinematic. Oh yeah, like you get so involved. You're like, White Wolf's the same way though. I yeah, like they... Vampire the Masquerade. That's another system. Like I know before the show, Laura was talking exalted, about sexy vampire sex. Exalted and, the GM loves exalted and Vampire the Masquerade by White Wolf. Prior to the relaunch, yeah, had such a rich history of vampire clans. Mm-hmm. 
and personalities about you know how cities run. Basically, the entire caste society of vampire. It's a lot to take in, but once you read the source books, yeah, you just know it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool world. Like I used to play a. I used to choose Toreador because they oh, they get transfixed by beautiful objects. I figured, well, I could probably get around that. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of metagaming with that, but my yeah. favorite was Gangrel because I had the ability <laughs> to, to shapeshift. And I'm like, I got claws, motherfucker. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. And I used to LARP with that, which is live-action roleplay. So I use Magic Missile, shit like that. But it was really fun. I had the right group yeah. to do with. Did they take it a little far? The fact that I get a phone call at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday asking, hey, can my character do this? Dude, it's fucking Tuesday. I'm at work. Fuck off. There's actually a really cool uh, show on YouTube that just finished up its first season uh, called Realm of LARP. Mm -hmm. And it's done by uh, the Nerdist channel. And it's it's very much like a reality show, but mixed in with with actual LARP. And it's, they have the, they have interviews with 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 the, with the players as they go along and it just it looks like they make it as cinematic as possible it actually looks really cool I would never still want to do LARPing LARP is fun if you get into the big weekends where you have the foam weapons and you have to wear period pieces actually Mike didn't you do something like this like not two weeks like two weeks ago um, not me. My friends keep trying to get me to go out there, but my scheduling doesn't match up. Two weeks ago, I was in Rochester doing a convention, but something else entirely. Um, my friends keep trying to get me out to go to their LARP events. My only thing is, LARP events, like, they're wonderful events, but my fear is always stepping on what someone's doing or just getting the rules wrong. Mm. Because people who do LARPs have been doing it for so long, and they meet, like, once a month for three days, and that's it. And I would just be terrified of stepping on someone's feet and just fucking it up for someone who, for them, this is the thing they've been building up for, for a weekend. I mean, it, LARPing is something to jump into when you're ready. And oh, it's yeah. not for everybody, which is oh, unfortunate, because no. uh, one of our friends of the show, Derek the Bard, yeah. uh, does a show called Chasing the Muse on Reviewtopia, I think. Go check him out. He, he, he doesn't suck. Um, and that's <laughs> and a that's high, high endorsement. Praise, that's high praise from Dodd. <laughs> and, you know, he runs part of the Camarilla, which is the vampire. Laura, you had a D20 up your ass. That's where that went. You pooped oh. it. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, it's a lot of work to do a lot of LARP stuff. I mean, I sat in as an NPC for a session. Yeah. So lost. And with D&D LARPs and everything else, you really have to know what the politics are of it. Because mm-hmm. that's a weekend you fully commit to a role. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult. With this type of entertaining role-playing with noobs, yeah. semi-experienced, and both heavy-experienced, it's something unique. And I haven't had role-playing be this fun since high school. Wow. And that's ridiculously unexpected out of this. Well, the problem, I think, is... Well, me... Like I, I don't, I haven't dabbled a lot in Dungeons and Dragons as much as maybe a lot of people have. Mine has always been. I went from BSM to Dungeons and Dragons very briefly, but I got put off on it because the GMs I went through were major munchkins. Like we would go through a dungeon and we'd fight a dragon, and I mean a proper dragon, not one of my dragons. <laughs> and we would get messed up beyond all belief. And my thing was, okay, I'm going to create this great story character. I'm going to create a half-orc monk. He's got this complicated backstory. And I'm just doing my piddly little damage and going. And then I went on to doing Exalted and Scion. I've never looked back. I mean, role-playing is fun. I'm really glad we all get to share this adventure as the core group. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to what our next one. So, Mike, what would be... 
our next session. I think our next session is going to be the Avengers, which we're going to use the Marvel uh, heroic role-playing game from Margaret Weiss Productions. I talked with one of the developers there, Cam, Cam Banks, I think his name was, and he made it seem less intimidating. Now, we did have some friends of the show, uh, Rochelle and her boyfriend, or husband, I can't remember. Boyfriend, I can't remember I think. Fiance, maybe. Yeah. Either way, they're I like joined. I went with something in between, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, and married. Yeah, you know, there's stuff in the burrito. Yeah. (laughs) His words, not mine. Um, (laughs) And I like the idea of playing in the Marvel Universe. I'm actually really excited because of Laura and Mike. You guys are big comic nerds. Yes. I expect heroic, cool shit that I never would have thought of. Whereas I'm coming in, I like Hawkeye because he has a bow and arrow. Um, And obviously Jeremy Renner made him look fucking cool. So I'm Jeremy fucking Renner. Oh. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think that definitely could be one. And if you want to kind of join along, I guess with us, check out the Marvel RPG, see uh, see what it's like, and then then that way, I think we're probably going to go with the main Avengers, yeah, which of the characters already been created. So we're not going to go with anything like what you created before, which was the Punisher, but basically turned into Hello Kitty Punisher. Yeah, because I was totally ineffective. Frank Castle <laughs> turned into a pussy fart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean the fact that the characters are pre generated like this. You don't have to create. Mm-hmm. That's not to say we're not open to the possibility. Yeah, and if you guys are uh, want uh, have RPGs that, like if that we we've obviously talked about a lot of in our post game wrap up. We're uh, not doing riffs. I don't need to have a stroke. Uh, I would like to do riffs, but the Ninja Turtle one. Okay, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Okay. No, I don't want to do like a full riffs because it's ridiculous. That's another game you have to be steeped in the lore. It's Riffs weird. is basically a multiplayer system. Oh. You can go you can have a character who is a leprechaun who drives around in a battle mech with <laughs> a rune sword mounted to the wrist and there's stats for it. Wow, okay. The look on Laidman's face when he came out of the bathroom like a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> That's well, Riffs. Because I was trying to keep that I went to the bathroom a secret, but you, you I took a poop. <laughs> All right, you're, well, you're, that's, why, that's why I didn't say anything during when we were talking about Marvel, because I would have been like, Mac Macadino. Your, <laughs> your uh, girlfriend, wife thingy, pooped the D20. My girlfriend, wife thingy? <laughs> well, you've been living together, so you're common-law, bitch. Yep. I, I, she I, gets half your shit now. I'm more surprised at the fact that you called her a thingy. She could have a wang. I don't know this. I you keep you? saying, suck my dick. It's true. I tr- tr- There's no wang. <laughs> Pictures like, didn't happen. I'm being thorough. Mike, Mike. I think she heard you. <laughs> what? You, you don't sh- have a wang. Well, I'm not. You should arguing. see what These he posts on his Tumblr about your wang. It's funny because I see? get so mad she when my friends my go blue at the 404. You've got a we secret problem. Then here we are, Dixon Wang, Dixon <laughs> Wang, Dixon Wang. Dixon so, on a chick. Anyway, <laughs> there needs to be a Laura's Dick Tumblr now. No, no there doesn't. <laughs> No, there doesn't. No, I, I just want the name. It's just ridiculous shit posted. We should all contribute to it. Hey, I got a picture of an old man with implants somewhere kicking around my computer. Someone's going to do it. You realize that. No. Email me. Oh, <laughs> anyway. God. Anyway, so yeah, if you guys have any ideas for RPGs. I'm not doing it. Don't look at me. I thought of an idea actually when I was in the bathroom. What? Bioshock. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Inside yeah. Rapture when it's falling and you guys yeah. are trying to hold Five off going crazy. as. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions of what we should be able to try to do, email us feedback at thisweekgeek.net. And it also, like I like I like to be able to hear what your st- like favorite stories of RPGs. So if you have one that's really good, because if you we're actually gonna put, I'm gonna have in this post wrap up, I want to be able to put in the the YouTube uh, link or at least the embed of 
you guys playing the D and uh, D Live at Tom Bravo D Twenty Live. So you can be able to hear the story of Spoonie telling you about him being the greatest swordsman in the world, which is a great story. But I, we want to hear your stories too. So if you have any stories that we, that we can be able to talk about on the show, feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Yeah, and we'll definitely read them on the air. Now, don't make them into ten-page novellas. Yes, yeah. But that would uh, be... give us the short and sweet version, and we'll make it sound cool. Yeah. So anyway, I guess for these warriors are terrible post-game wrap-up. We'll be back in about a week or two with our newest adventure, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. So until then, we have been Steve Snowball Sailor, Mike the Fist of Justice Lathan, Laura. And Big Mike from the 404s. And I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, These warriors are terrible. You have just listened to This Week in Geeks, These Warriors Are Terrible. Did Birdman do something monumentally stupid? Did Snowball manage to save the day? Or did Laidman finally have enough and go ape shit on the bad guys? And lastly, what mischief did Laura get herself into? Also, are there any settings or RPG systems you'd like the Terrible Warriors to visit? Do you have your own shameful, awesome, or just plain silly RPG adventures? Tell us with a comment on this episode post, or email us at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. We'll share these stories and play your suggested settings for upcoming games for the Terrible Warriors. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck on the floor, for these warriors are terrible.